Jesus, we thank you that today your promises are fresh and anew. God, and I just pray as we as we have sung your glory, Lord God, and we enter into your presence, God, I pray that each and every single one of us would open our hearts and hear what you have to say. God, I pray, Lord, that what you have for us this morning, God, that we would take all of it, Lord. God, we would make it our own, Lord. God, we thank you for all you've done for us, God, and we give our lives to you this morning in your holy, precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Sweet. Wow. Well, man, that was intense the last two days. All right. It was intense. All right. We made it, though. All right. On Mount Washington, do you know what happened? They set records. This is a cold, dead red. I, we were in youth group, and Kathy, where, where is it? Kathy Arbor, she comes out. She's like, listen. Mount Washington is the coldest place on the planet right now. I'm like, whoa, it was cold. All right, it was, all right. The reason why I have my jacket on is to remind me, because I am supposed to invite all the youth. Now, next Saturday, we have Winterfest going on. And thank God it's not going to be as cold as it was the last two days, all right. But it's going to be awesome, all right. I went ahead and I bought... 10 water balloon launchers. Now, I just want to just preface this. These aren't any water balloon launchers. These suckers shoot 400 yards, all right? They will be used at this event, all right? There's also sumo suits coming, all right? We have some amazing speakers. It's going to be awesome, all right? Cool. Now, I can take this thing off, all right? They don't like a penguin anymore. Jeez. All right, so, whoop. All right, so, we are continuing our drive series, all right? Now, now, Greg basically said I had to give my car story, okay? So my car story might not be as cool as everyone else's, all right, but I'm going to give it. I'm just going to tell you, though, when I was 16, man, I, was, I could not wait to get my license. You know, the very first second of the first day where I could go and apply for my permit, I was there, okay? Well, the day I could get my license, all right, I had it, okay? I was psyched to get my driver's license. I love driving. Okay, now, is this thing working? Oh, come on, buddy. There we go. Okay, now, here's the deal. <laughs> All right. Now, you know, growing up as a teenager in the 90s, yeah, I'm dating myself. Okay, now, this was the dream, the dream car. All right. I don't know if you guys know, in the 90s, all right, um, McDonald's had their Monopoly thing going on. All right. And one of the cars that you could win was a Jeep Wrangler. Okay. Now, this was the vision. This was the idea. This was the dream, right? That I would be able to win one of these guys or buy one of these guys and go off-roading. Okay, I want to go in the woods, go mudding, all that stuff. It was, that, that was what happened. But the more I thought about it, you know something? All right, that wasn't going to happen for me. Okay, I lived in Boston. The closest I was going to get to that was probably driving in Dorchester, all right, down a pothole road, okay? That, that was it. Okay, so I ended up with a 1994 Chevy Blazer Sport. You know, you don't think, yeah, not too bad, all right? All right, two-door, okay, sporty. All right, now here's the deal. All right. I got this car, and I was pretty excited about it, all right? A little disappointed. It wasn't Blazer I, or Wrangler. I tried, all right? We went and looked at some. I just, I didn't have the money. It was too expensive. I got this car, though, and within, like, months of me getting it, it was only 80,000 miles, all right? The transmission blew, okay? And I was heartbroken because I sucked every penny I had earned shoveling, you know, mowing lawns for years, okay? This was supposed to be the baby, the dream, okay? But it just fell apart, okay? And I learned a very important lesson. Before you buy anything, you got to check consumer reports, okay? Because this make and model got like an F. <laughs> it was not good, all right? So I went on to college without my car, all right? But when I got there, all right, I got another car. I got a 1994 Honda Accord two-door. This is a four-door. I couldn't find a picture of a two-door. Um, yeah, and this baby, all right, we 
traveled the country. Okay, I went to school out in Missouri, you know, back and forth from Boston. It was great. All right, so I just encourage you, all right, for all you youngins out there who are going to get a car one day, all right, check Consumer Reports, okay? Don't buy a lemon or a dud, all right? Now, let's get into uh, the message. All right, we're in the Drive series. Last week, Greg, you preached an amazing message on the on the five loaves and the two fish, all right? And you're going to offer them to Jesus. And we're going to kind of pick up there uh, today, okay? So today we're going to be talking about vision. Now, I love this topic, all right? I love it, I love it, I love it. Um, because I love when God gives us a vision, all right? It's amazing. When God speaks to you and you hear his voice, man, you know something awesome is going to happen, okay? So now here's the deal. Once Okay, one of the greatest things that we need to receive after our salvation is a revelation of God's plan and vision for our lives. Amen? And he has one, all right? Now the deal is, are we going to trust him with it? Are we going to trust him with our lives? Are we going to have the faith to step out and do what he's called us to do? Okay, now, here are some of my two favorite scriptures in the whole Bible. Okay, two favorite verses. God has a plan and a vision for our life. And the cool thing is that every person here, it's unique. It's individual. It's made up specifically for you. In Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. You're a masterpiece in God's eyes. And before you were ever born, he created good things for you to do, amazing things for you to do. And then the other one is Psalm 139.16. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Are you kidding me? We're going to go into this, all right? But before you were born, God had laid out every moment for you. He had all these plans, all these things he had for you to do. Not only that, oh, I can't get ahead of myself, right? I can't, I'm getting too excited, okay? All right, now, all right, we're going to look just for a moment, and I'm not going to read it out, but we're going to do Kevin's version of, of Psalm 139, and I'm going to give my pitch to you of why this should be in your top 10 chapters, all right, of all time. Like when somebody asks you, hey, what's your favorite scripture in Bible? Okay, this needs to be a go-to, all right, at least it is for me, okay, and I'm going to tell you why. You know, if somebody asks you, what are your top movies? All right, I'm Bra- Bra- Braveheart, okay, William Walsh, right away, okay, I think John Walsh might be related to him, not sure, all right, but he's pretty awesome dude, okay? I love the Wallaces, all right, and I love that movie, okay? So if any ask me, you guys know, my, my favorite movie is Braveheart, and one of my favorite scriptures is Psalm 139, okay? Now, this is why. Okay, it's, it's awesome. Let's break this puppy down, all right, real quick, all right? First off, goes into the fact that he examines our hearts. That might be a little scary for some of you, because, all right, all right, we don't know what's in there, right? But just, just keep going with me, okay? Now, God knows everything about us, everything. He knows how many hairs on your head or the lack of hairs on your head, all right? He knows, He knows what we're doing every second of the day. He keeps tabs on us. He sees us. He goes before us and he's behind us. There's no place in this universe where we can go to escape the presence and the glory of God. Now, right here, David pauses for a second. He says, dude, my mind is blown. Like I can't even fathom how amazing, I can't even understand this. This It's crazy. I can't go anywhere to escape your presence. You knit me together in my mother's womb. You saw us before I was born. 
He has so many, so many amazing thoughts about us and we'll never be able to count them all. Can you imagine that? There's so many crazy, awesome thoughts that God has about you. You're never gonna be able to think or, or count them. You know, and the only way that I can correlate to that in my life, when I look at my kids, man, I love them. You know, I see my, my little baby, you know, boy, you know, he's here for the first time, Trey. You know, hey, buddy. All right, all right. And there's so many, I wake up and I'm like, oh, I love these guys. I love my daughter. When I love Naughty, there's so many awesome thoughts I have for him. He's like, but wait, wait, there's more, there's more. All right. Now, the other thing I think that blows my mind is this. There was a book written about us in heaven. All right. Now, I have no idea what this book looks like. All right. But I took a, a book. All right. And I spray painted it gold with sparkles. Okay. To represent this. Okay. But I just want you to think about this just for a second. There is a book about you in heaven that God wrote before you were born. Just, just take that in for a second. All right. Take it in. All right. There's the book of Dan, the book of Hannah, the book of, of George and Greg. All right, the book of Trey and, and Aria, all right? That's amazing about you, all right? Have you guys ever wondered, dude, what's in that book? All right, we're gonna talk about that today, okay? Now, what I want to get to today is this. The whole point is in my heart of hearts, I'm hoping that every single one of us here says yes to your destiny. Yes to the plans that God has for you. Yes for everything that God has for you in your life. Now, you know, in life, when God created us, he created us with free will, will, right? Free will, right? We have choices, choices. Every day we have choices. Now to me, that's the scariest thing. All right, I like it sometimes when I don't have a choice. Sometimes it's great, all right? But in this case, God, I almost wish I didn't have a choice. Why? Because I don't want to mess up. I don't want to be stupid. I want to choose the wrong thing. But sometimes I do, Right? But his thing is, when we say yes to God, we say, God, man, I want to live for you. I, I want everything you have for me. This is worth saying yes to. Eternal reward. Heaven. Blessings in this life, in the next. Blessings for generations. I'm going to break down, that down just for a second. He also promises that the road's going to be tough. That many people wouldn't take it. That we would experience Freedom that we're going to see God supernaturally move in our life and that we're going to have joy unexplainable. These are all awesome things. And one thing too that, that I want you to take note of, a life of obedience to the Lord will leave behind a legacy of blessing that will affect generations. You know how I know that? I mean, look at the Bible. God promises that over and over and over again. Look at the people in the Bible who said yes to God. Abraham. I mean, no, what if you didn't say yes? We'd all be in trouble, right? All right? You know, think about it. Think about it. So many people have been blessed when somebody says yes to the Lord. And, and how has that affected generation after generation after generation? So your yes has a ripple effect throughout eternity. Now, here's the other thing on the opposite side. Can you think of anything worth giving this up for? No matter what it is, money, riches, fame, all right? Got a little Mickey Mouse up there, all right? You can't take anything with you in life, nothing. But every time you say yes to God, it's eternal. So what I want to look at today and where I want us all to get to is that we're going to say yes. Yes to the life that God had planned out for us from the very beginning. All right, and this is kind of where we pick off where Greg left off. Now, 
I believe, after looking at Scripture, that vision comes from hearing the voice of God. Now, I don't know if you've ever experienced that in your life where where you hear God almost like say something to you or speaking something to you, but it is an awesome, awesome, awesome feeling. I get excited when I get feel like God gives me ideas. But here's the deal. Every single one of us, no matter who we are, no matter what hand we've been dealt with in life, we have things. And God's knit us together. He's put things inside of us, again, that are unique to us. Visions, dreams, desires, gifts, talents, abilities. And we all have time. We never know when that time's going to end, but we all have today. Now, the question is, what are we going to do with them? What are we going to do with our time? What are we going to do with the talents and desires that God's put in our hearts? What are we going to do with the resources that God has given us? And where do we start? Well, I believe that we really need to start daily with positioning ourselves to hear the voice of God. You know, and and really to me, it starts on my knees. For if we want to hear the God, God's voice, if we need uh, direction, we need wisdom, we want to experience God's victory day in and day out, we got to spend it on our knees. This is the most powerful position as a Christ follower. It's right there on our knees. And the other thing is, I wanted to, to go in this, but I didn't have time to put those in the slides. Our eyes need to be open, man, that we're in a battle, a spiritual battle. I wish just for a few moments that all our eyes could be open and that we could see the warfare that's going on around us for our lives, for our families' lives, for the lives of the people that we know. It's a battle and we need to start there. We have to start there. We're foolish if we don't start there. If you want to see heaven invade your world, then open the gates with worship and praise. I love that we are worshiping and praising. And, and Rob, thank you so much for, you know, giving a little summary of my message right before uh, we started. And that was awesome. But when you're flowing and you're worshiping God, God's going to speak to you. He's going to tell you what he's doing in advance. How many times in scripture do you read the prophets and God's showing them, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Just get ready, whether it's good or bad. And if we really want to know God's, uh, who God is, you know, and who we are, we need to learn to hear his voice through his word. So all these three things are so important and so vital. And, and really it starts too with developing a heart after God. That's what God cares about most. I believe more than anything that we could do for God, God cares about how much we're in love with him. You know, the same goes for my wife. She can tell me all the time. All right, Kevin, I don't care how much you do for me. I just want you to love me. All right. I want that quality time. Right, babe? Oh, yeah. Yep. We have that conversation a lot. Okay. Um, (laughs) All right. Birth out of, this needs to be birthed out of a vision and a revelation of how much God loves for you. You know, and and again, the best way I can describe it, man, I have kids now and and God's my father and I know how much I love my kids and you got to know how much God loves you. And if you've never had that revelation, you've never experienced that, man, the best thing to look to is the cross. How many people you know are going to willing to die for you? Willing to take nails through hands and feet, uh, give his back up to being whipped 39 times, being torn apart. Greater love has no man to lay his life down for a friend. And Jesus definitely laid down his life for you. Now, number one, the biggest vision that you could have, again, is he wants you, he wants you to be crazy in love with him. 
think more than anything else he wants is. I know Valentine's Day is coming up, all right? And it's, it's a good time of year, all right? Singles Day to everyone who's single, all right? Been there, done that, okay? Know what it's like, all right? But God wants you to be crazy in love with him. I believe when we get up to heaven, God is, we know, God is gonna give us a download. We're gonna have, you know, God's gonna show us everything, you know, we ever did real quick. It's gonna be like, like a flashby. But I think the things that we're gonna be judged on, especially as Christians, are two things. How well did we love him and how well do we love others? Right? And I want you to think about that. Man, do a self-check right now. Man, where am I in my relationship with God? Because you know, man, sometimes the honeymoon phase doesn't last forever. But with God, he wants it to. He wants you to, to fan that flame, to light that fire, to do whatever it takes to stay passionate about him, to stay totally in love with him. And the crazy thing is, the more, the deeper you go with him, like, it just keeps getting better. The, the deeper you go, God just keeps revealing more and more and more about him, about his awesomeness. And you start seeing him more do like miracles and supernatural things. And that's the way it should be day in and day out. And you know, not only does he want you to love him, but just like we're his kids, everybody around us, is, is a child of God. And he cares about them just as much as he cares about you. And a lot of times he's going to tap you on the shoulder. He says, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, you see, you see my son, you see my daughter over there? I need you right now to go and love on them. I need you right now to go and share my love them because they're hurting they, or they need help right now or they need this resource. They need something. They need me to be the hands and feet, but I'm not here anymore and I'm calling you to do that. <clears throat> Now, why we need revelation and God's vision in our lives. Man, it's so awesome because it gives us purpose. There's so many people in this world right now, and they're aimless. They don't even know who they are, all right? They're without purpose. They're without a plan. They're without a vision. When we have that revelation of God, it gives us motivation. It provides for us fulfillment. It becomes a guide for creating plans and setting goals and objectives, okay? I know this because I work for Greg Vaccaro, okay? He's all about plans and visions. Awesome, man. You got that gift, all right? Provides focus. <clears throat> it helps fuel our faith. It provides discipline. It opens the doors to see God work and move and perform miracles. And it helps us give us a platform of how we can evaluate our life. Now, the other thing is perspective. We need to see things not just from our, our own earthly perspective, but when we become a Christian, our perspective should change, right? That we should start seeing the world and understanding it better because we start seeing things from a godly, heavenly perspective. I wish we could do a whole sermon on this. I'm so bummed. I only got 30 minutes, all right? But just imagine how things look differently from heaven, down here on earth. I mean, think about it. How much do we know? How much do we see? And how much does God know and God see? Not only get, imagine that, but dude, he's been alive forever. How long have you been alive for? I mean, some of you guys are old. That's okay. All right. Older than me. All right. You've seen things, right? Hey, there's wisdom that comes with age, buddy. That's why I like hanging around you. <laughs> all right. Now you, you have more experience and that's amazing. But I still think no matter how much experience we have, it doesn't compare to what God sees in his wisdom because he knows the future. He knows what's going to happen. 
Hey, and no matter where we are in life, and this may be hard for you to see or read. I know the, the font's small. I'm just trying to fit it all on there and make it look decent. All right? No matter where, where, where you are in life, God is constantly calling us to climb higher with him. Constantly. He's saying, come on, come higher with me. Come on, come with me. The higher we go with him, the more our priorities will change. The more we'll see things from a heavenly perspective. The more our focus will focus on and invest in what really matters in life. And another thing, and I just want to share this with you. You know, when we hear from God, he wants us to write those things down. He wants us, hey, not just to go in one ear and out the other, but he wants them to put them down. Why? Because we write things down. A, we're going to remember it better, but there's a way, way, way better chance of it ever happening. And we speak things, right? When God wanted to create something, what did he do? He spoke it into existence. Now, it's really interesting. You know, Ari and I had the opportunity over the last year to go and to build a house. And it was an awesome experience. It was also, you know, frustrating at times, you know, but the crazy thing is I got to build something exactly the way I wanted it. I looked through thousands of plans, of house plans, thousands, all right, all right? And I found one and I modified it, one that I thought, man, this is gonna be awesome. This is what I want, but I feel like this is what's gonna meet the needs of our family. And I try to plan for the little things, right? Where can we stick the kids, all right? You know, close them off so Aria can do the cooking and the cleaning, all that stuff, all right? And not only that, but I'm like, man, Daniel had an upper room, all right? He went up there and played three times a day. Dude, I want an upper room, all right? I want the glory of God coming down and invading my house, invading my pres- you know, invading my kids. I want all that. I wanna see miracles. So we did that. We built that too. Okay, but here's the deal. God has blueprints for your life. He does. And the fact is that that we are builders, all right? And builders take what's in the plan, the, the blueprints, and he makes them become a reality. The builder does not build what he wants, but he builds what's on the plan. He builds what's in line with the hearts and the desires of the owner. God's the owner. We're the builders. So many people out there, they're building according to the world's desires or or, or what, what, what they think that they want and they need. But I believe that God knows so much better. So my prayer for all of us is that we build according to desires and wishes of him. I'm just going to say it again. You and I are the builders on this earth and God is the owner. And the best example of this really has to be Jesus. I mean, gosh, he's the best example of everything. But um, now Jesus, man, when you study and you look at his life, he only did what? Exactly. He only did what he saw his father do. All right. Not only that, all right. But he, he went to God. It's not like, like he just walked and moved. Constantly you read in the Gospels and he's getting away from the crowds. He's getting away from the disciples and he's going to listen to what the Father has to say. How are you supposed to build what God has for your life, fulfill the plans and the visions, what he has for you, if you never are listening to what he has to say? I mean, he was Jesus. He was God. I mean, you think, boom, just, you know, divine revelation. He doesn't have to spend the time, the energy to do that. No. He had to take that time. He had to get away from everybody, even his disciples, maybe especially Peter at times, okay? All right, but he had to do it, okay? Now, 
when we are obedient to God, our obedience, you know, the scripture says, it proves our love for the Father. But I believe it also opens the door for heaven to invade earth. Isn't that amazing? That when you make a decision to follow after God and be obedient to God, you're opening a door, a portal for heaven to invade and come and touch the circumstances and situations that you're in. Now, I want us today to ask God for a vision to use us, to use us in our families, to use us in our cities, in our neighborhoods, and to use us where we work and we have fun. And I just want to give a couple examples of this, all right? Now, here's, here's just a small one. Man, I remember uh, we were in an elders meeting, you know, a while ago. I don't know if Josh is here, but Josh was talking about, man, how he disciples his kids at a young age. You know, I thought that's amazing. I just remember hearing that. I'm like, such a challenge, man. I want my kids to be on fire for God. I want them to know the word of God. You know, and every night, right, what do we have to do as parents? We have to put our kids to bed, okay? Our kids do not want to go to bed. It is like, you know, a scary time for me to do that. But I was thinking, man, God, how can I redeem this? How can I make this fun? And a lot of times they like, you know, books being read to them. Okay. And one of the books, you know, somebody got was like The Princess in the Pea. And I read that book and I thought, <laughs> sorry, I'm not, if you like that book, I apologize. Like, this is lame. It's lame. I don't want to read some princess in a pea. All right. Now I thought, man, how can we do this better? God, how can we make this more interactive, more enjoyable? And you know what? I was like, you know what? I can read my kids' Bible stories or we can do an interactive Bible story, right? All right, so I'm just telling you this. Over the last couple of weeks, what I've been doing is this, taking the kids in the room. You might think this is crazy, all right? But they still go to bed after this. It's been working, okay? Um, you know, and we'll do interactive. We did Daniel in the lion's den. And, and dude, they were lions, all right? And we went into the den. We, and we did Samson. Uh, we, we did Moses, all right? And I'm just telling you, like, I, I don't know how to describe it, all right? But, but, but we, like, we encounter lions, all right? <laughs> all right? We are, Mo, we are Samson. We fight the Philistines, okay? All these different things, all right? I'm doing, I'm turning my, my little daughter into Moses, like she's the staff and she becomes a snake, all right? It's crazy, okay? All right? But every night now, my kids are like, daddy, 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 let's do the lion again. Daddy, I want to be Samson, all right? It's awesome. They're coming to me and they, they're remembering the stories and they're taking it into their heart and it's amazing, right? For your family, all right? One of the cool, another cool story is around Christmas time, you know, Greg Vaccaro, he tells us like, man, I just got Nate Wheeler to drive up this, what was it, like a wagon or what is it? Yeah, like this wagon, okay? And he goes, and for his neighborhood, he does this uh, hayride, all right, during wintertime for his neighborhood. He's investing. He's loving on his neighbors, all right? Another thing is for, for the city. I remember, you know, we haven't done this in a while, but what a cool thing to go and pray for your neighbor. How many of you guys take walks or have a dog or walk in your neighborhood? Man, start praying over your neighbors. Start, start praying that God would move and touch and, and give you opportunity to speak truth in life. Go for walks around the city and take it. God, I want this city for you. I want this, your kingdom come. Your will be done. Forget these drugs. Forget homelessness. All this stuff that's horrible, right? And, and kids, man, some of people in our church, they just have an awesome vision. I have one girl, Michaela, man. She just started a Bible study in her school on Friday. They had the first meeting on Friday, right, Michaela? Yep, sorry to call you out. All right, all right. And she has a vision for her school. You know, that's incredible, I'm so excited to see that. You know, we have a vision at Ignite for 412. Sorry. Yeah, 412. We want to see our, our young people be leaders, all right? Our young people to step up and, 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 and for God to use them in an amazing way. And that's a leadership uh, group that we have, all right? There's so many things. Another lady, 
came in. Not only did this person uh, do a birthday for a bunch of kids uh, on Friday, but she came in and she said, Kevin, hey, can you pass these out? They're little gift bags, all right, for homeless people, people you see on the side of the road. They had uh, these like crazy warming blankets, right, to keep you from freezing. They had like goodies in there. They, I think they had toothbrushes or soap, you know, all like, you know, toiletry stuff, a little card, you know, about Jesus, like a track. And I'm like, man, this person has a vision for a community. They love people. This is awesome. God can give you and needs to give you a vision, I believe, for every area of your life. Whether it's your family, your city, your neighborhood, your work, or where you have fun. In every single area, I want us to be able to say, God, use me. God, use me. Man, I I love, I have a passion for soccer. Man, I know I'm going to go out into the community. I know I'm probably going to join a soccer team. And sometimes I actually purposely join teams where I don't know anyone so I can meet new people. And hopefully, you know, I can befriend with them and, and share with them the love of God. God put you in places of work on purpose because he knew that somebody had to bring Jesus to your workplace. He may have given you a business. And man, what an opportunity for you to oversee a group of people, for you to provide for the people, for their families. What an opportunity for you to show the love, the heart, the blessings of God when you're a business owner. God placed you in a neighborhood. God placed you in a city. And you have to own it and say, God, this is mine. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it for your kingdom. And God gave you a family. He gave you little munchkins, all right? And a wife, all right? Or husbands, And they're yours. They're a gift. But he wants you to teach them and show them uh, his love every day. So here's the deal. My ask today, this morning, is, is maybe you've never made the decision to give your heart over to God. Maybe you've never really experienced or say, God, I want to say yes to you. Say yes to your love. Well, my question for you is why not today? Why not make today that day? And I'm going to give an opportunity for that in a minute. I'm just going to cover these two things and maybe one bonus. You know, and last week, Greg talked about the five loaves and the two fishes. Well, have you asked him what he wants to do with your time, your talents, and your resources? Because here's the deal. One day we all are going to stand before God. One day we're all going to have to give an account. And we don't know when that day is. But I want God to say, and I want God to, I want to hear God say for your life when you go up there and you give an account, well done. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Well done. And your, your life is going to flash before your eyes. You're going to see every interaction, every, every, you know, thing that happens really quick. But how are you loving? How are you loving God? How are you loving your neighbor? And I believe that no matter what season you're in, Seasons change, and we constantly need a fresh vision. Never stop acting, asking for bigger, for greater, for more, because God will give it to you. I'm just going to throw this one in as a bonus because I felt um, God say it. But I believe that some of you guys out there, you know, we're talking about the drive series. Some of you guys may be driving around, man, and, and, and your 
your trunk's full of junk, buddy, all right? And God's saying, listen, you need to offload that stuff so you can ride in the freedom that I have for you. So I want you to be thinking about more like this, all right? These guys, okay? All right, I don't know if you've ever seen you know, a picture with a dog, his head out the window, all right? He's just riding free, buddy. He's enjoying that ride, okay? But that's what God wants us to, to you know, that's how life should be for us. We don't need to carry that junk around with us. Telling you, it's annoying. When you get behind people who are like slow, especially when you're late somewhere, <laughs> all right? It's, it's not fun, okay? So offload that stuff today, all right? But I want to take a minute. And right now, if you can bow your head and close your eyes, man, if, I want you to raise your hand. If today, today is the day, and you're saying, God, I want today to be the day where I give everything over to God, my time, my money, my resources. I want to live for that vision that he has for me. I've never done that before, but today is the day that I want to do that. Will you raise your hand? Will you be bold enough to say, God, I want that. God, I want that life. Amen. 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 And I'm just gonna pray a quick prayer about that. God, I pray that every single person in this place today that's choosing to live their life for you, God, I pray that you would that you would mark this day in history, Lord God. Today would be their birthday. That February 5th, 2023, God, that they're gonna live their lives for you. They're gonna accept you as their Lord and Savior. They're gonna believe what you did on the cross. You, you died, you shed your blood, you wiped us white as snow. All our sins are gone now and we can live in the freedom that you have for us. God, I pray that you would fill them with you, with your spirit. God, and I pray even today, they would get a fresh vision of what you have for their lives, a purpose and a meaning, amen. Thank you, Jesus. And secondly, I believe that these next two are for every single one of us here. We have time, we have talents, we have resources. God, what do you want to do with them? God, I offer them up to you. I lay them at your feet. I put them at the altar. God, use me to be your hands and feet. Use me to be a voice and not an echo in this world. God, in our our seasons are constantly changing. And I ask some people today, they need that fresh vision. They need that that fresh insight. God, I pray when they spend time with you. I pray when they talk to you. God, whether it's about their work, their their family life, Lord God, their neighborhood, this city. God, I pray that you would give them amazing visions on how you want to use them, about how you want to be used. You want to use them as your hands and your feet, God. God, I pray that they'll go daily and they'll inquire of you what you've written about them long ago and the good things that you have planned, that they will fulfill all of it. That they'll say, God, I want everything that you've written about me and more. I want that, Lord God. I want to fulfill my destiny and my plan. And lastly, I pray, Lord God, for anyone here who's driving and they're just carrying too much baggage. God, I pray, Lord God, that they'll offload that at, at, at your feet. God, we were not meant to carry around that junk. We weren't, a mad, uh, we weren't created to carry around that unforgiveness, that hurt, that pain. God, you came to take all that on the cross. And I pray, Lord God, that today we can leave that there. So I pray for freedom in this place today. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Now here's what I'm gonna do, all right? I gave you guys a challenge. Say, how many of you guys are involved in a small group? All right. 
All right, if you're not, all right, do it. Or how many of you guys have just people you talk to about Jesus and about spiritual stuff, all right? Now, here's the deal, all right? This week, my challenge for you is this. Read Psalm 139, okay? I'm telling you, it needs to be at your top 10, but read it. But what God's sharing, what God, go to God, get away from everybody and start asking God, 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 what do you want to do? God, what are you saying? God, what's your vision? And you need to share it with somebody else. If it's at your small group, share it there. If it's just in your family, if it's your wife, it's your husband, you know, share it with somebody and write it down. Write it down because God is going to use you. I'm going to tell you, the most dangerous prayer that we can pray is God, use me. He will. God, give me divine appointments. I can't tell you. There's different phases in my life, whether when I was a teacher or I was at Rise Up or I had to, you know, do Uber and Lyft. Man, Uber and Lift, it's crazy. You get people, you know, in a metal box for half an hour and you pray that prayer, all right? You get ready, all right? Because they can't go anywhere, all right? It's crazy, okay? Those Uber and Lyft drivers, we need some of those for Jesus, all right? Cool. But, but pray that prayer and write down what God's speaking to you and get a vision for all those areas, amen? Cool, all right. Well, I'm gonna dismiss you guys. Just wanna remind you, thank you guys for joining us online. But we have food, chicken, uh, chicken, chicken Alfredo with broccoli, all right, awesome, yummy, yummy. And um, so I'm just gonna dismiss this real quick. So God, thank you so much. Uh, God, I thank you, God, that, that you have a plan and a destiny for every single person in this room. And I pray, Lord God, that every day we wake up, we're gonna say yes. And I pray, God, that you'll download visions, creative ideas, all right, uh, and revelation to every single person here. Uh, revelations about more about who you are and your love is for us, but revelations, God, on how we can reach our community and the people around us, Father. God, I pray that every day that we'll wake up, that we'll, we'll think about how amazing that, that your, your blessings and your thoughts for us are so great, Lord God, that we can't even count them, Jesus. God, and I pray that you'll give us divine appointments where whether in the grocery store or at work, God, that we can speak truth, your truth in life into people's hearts, Father. Use us to be your hands and feet. And we give you our lives in your holy, precious name, Jesus. Amen. Cool. All right, you guys are dismissed. All right. And hopefully see you guys downstairs. Amen.